0: Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 150. I'm Rando. I'm Corey.
1: And I'm Shara.
0: And this is our last podcast of the year. I mean, boop, boop. I don't know. Well, it's the last day of the year. It so is. hope so. I hope so. <laughs>
1: I don't plan on doing two a day.
0: No, no, no. no. I don't know if I could do two a day or not. That'd require a lot of research, you know. I mean, if we're just sitting here talking, that'd be different. But I have to actually work and put this together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can talk all day, but...
0: (laughs) Well, the title of this, obviously, is The End of 2020. And, man, I am so glad. I, I think the majority of people are glad to get this year done. I mean, I've seen so many posts on Facebook. It's like, please, just let this year go but you know what a great way to finish up the year an ice storm <laughs> nah,
1: hey. I'll,
0: I'll pass here
2: <laughs> let's just go maybe north of here and maybe south of here but not here
1: let's go i'm good with that anywhere but where i have to drive tonight and in the morning well, well
0: yeah well okay now i don't
1: want to sleep at work no, I
0: I honestly think Sherry, you're gonna be okay because uh, they did the National Weather Service did expand the winter storm warning to the south. Now, I mean, I have to rail just a little bit. Uh, a few weeks ago, I did this winter consolidation product consolidation uh, uh, weather school. See, they don't. I don't know if they do an ice storm warning anymore. Because, I mean, do they? Because now they said they were going to push that into the winter storm warning. Man, I don't remember. I Did Oklahoma City have one last? I thought they did. I thought they did, too. Yeah, and this is more, I mean, the winter storm warning is down. They're calling for le- an inch or less of snow, so it's not a snow event. But it could be you a know, quarter to a half an inch of ice, which would be an ice storm event, even though... They're calling it a winter storm warning, so I'm a little confused. You know, I need to ask Mike about that. It could yeah. could be regional. I don't know, but it could anyway, be. They, uh, uh, it's Joplin to Springfield is only are are only in a winter weather advisory, and that just means you're going to be right at the beginning of it. So there could be some, you know, slick overpasses or something. But when you get down to Stone, Taney, Barry. Uh, McDonald, Ozark, that that lower tier far of southern Missouri, there's nothing because the temperature is going to be too warm at onset. Now, the latest I've read, I haven't read the AFD, but the latest I've read, we're going to get a little bit of that freezing rain, maybe some sleet, but the temperature is quickly going to rise. So it's not going to be as impactual as it will be is like if you're in Nevada or Lebanon or Sedalia. Yeah. I'm I'm actually looking at the, the the grid now. I'm going to click just for kicks. I'm going to click on Lebanon. Uh, their forecast is uh, blustery, chance of precipitation 100%. Nighttime ice accumulation two tenths to four tenths. Total nighttime snow and sleet accumulation less than a half inch. So this is an ice deal. And then tomorrow morning another possible tenth. So, worst case scenario, they could get a half an inch of ice. That's not good. No. <laughs> no, we, 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 we don't want that. You know, in a Springfield, eh, it's going to get a, a glaze. So, what time do you have to come home, Shara? Uh,
1: about
0: 7.30. She should be okay then. I mean, because everything's going to be lifting up at that point.
1: Surely they'll have everything salted and...
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I'll be
1: taking main roads.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, we'll see. You know what
1: was scary on the way home today? I mean, like, the roads were basically dry, and it wasn't doing anything on my way home today, but the temperature was 25. And every once in a while, there was just these ice trails. Like, not just one little ice patch on the road, but there'd be, like, a trail of little ice patches. And... Like, one whole side of my car would just hit those ice patches. And you'd feel it kind of, you know, you are kind of slide just a little bit. Right. The other tires were on solid ground. So, I didn't like it. Not one bit.
0: No. No. I mean, at least with snow. I mean, Corey and I have talked about this countless times. But snow, sleet is good. Because sleet, you've got at least.
1: Yeah. You sleet can get I can some, handle.
0: Yeah. You can get some of that, that traction on there. Snow it depends. I mean, it's. It's. Not as good as sleep, but then you got ice. And and I have always railed, I do not ice. No, because you can't get out. We've talked about it on the podcast before. There's just
1: no way to really s- safely travel in ice. And,
0: and unfortunately, people will be out and traveling. And this is the worst possible time to do it. This is New Year's Eve. People are going to be celebrating, imbibing, and then getting out. After midnight, and then trying to drive, and that is not—that's not, not good. Cool. So, no, find
1: a place to be for the night and stay put.
0: There you go. Get you a blanket. Watch uh, what what those TVs—they have They ring in the New Year or whatever. You know, do. Well, do I mean, that. even
1: if you want to go party, it's like pick one party and stay there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just just stay there. Now I have a show tonight.
1: Yay! I have to work, <laughs> and you have to Yay. work.
2: I'm gonna play video games <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey i'm looking at the national uh watches warnings and advisory uh, grid off of the national weather services website and they do have an ice storm warning out of chicago hmm. out of the chicago office for illinois and the criteria for their ice storm warning or their uh, impacts are significant out uh, icing down tree limbs and power outages expected. Total ice accumulations of one quarter to
0: one third of an inch, which is less than the forecast in Lebanon. So I I don't get it.
1: How much ice on a power line does it take to bring it down? Or Not much, but
2: here's where they no. get you. Here's here here's another part of that. It doesn't have anything to do with the ice, but it does have to do with the the power outages. Okay. Uh, Wind gusts of thirty miles per hour are expected there you go in illinois that well, that's what's going to bring down the the power lines uh, you know with the with the icing because that wind's going to take the trees out and take the power lines down too
0: and, and that's the thing too and that's why winter storms are are bad if it was just no wind i mean you're still going to get that um, okay I'm just looked here Excuse me, a half an inch of ice can add as much as 500 pounds to a power line. And damage can begin when accumulations exceed a quarter inch. So you can start getting stuff at a quarter inch. And of course, additional weight can be applied if the tree branch breaks off. You know, they could break off and then rest on the power line. So, so
1: I need the, I need, I was thinking this morning as I was scraping my windshields,
0: <laughs>
1: I need you to make me some of randy's recipe whatever it is i'm supposed to spray on my windshield i was thinking man if i had a little spray bottle of that oh yeah. I could probably oh, be no. out of here a whole lot faster alcohol
0: two parts of isopropyl alcohol not vodka well i guess you could use vodka but two parts isopropyl some, and then one part of water yeah you got to put one part of water in there and uh yeah i mean i i think every household i know has a bottle of isopropyl alcohol That's what I said.
1: i'm pretty sure we've got a bottle of alcohol
0: Well, you're a nurse. You should have a bottle of alcohol. (laughs)
1: At some point we did, if we didn't use it all.
0: (laughs) We need to get some of
2: that windshield wiper fluid that melts ice, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. they make that.
0: Oh, yeah, the blue stuff?
2: Yeah, well, I've seen it red. I've seen it blue. I've seen it all kinds of colors. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, they definitely make it. I haven't had any in a while.
1: And I need to remember to, I mean... If anything, I need to remember to take like a cardboard box or something to put on my windshield. Yeah. Or just park in the garage. That would be good. <laughs> Haven't figured out how to get there yet. So. <laughs> in the garage, really? Yeah. I mean I know how to get to the garage, but I don't know It's a big place.
0: Uh yeah, I guess it is.
1: I need uh, to ask somebody how to get
0: I get you know, in these hospitals I always get so lost anyway. I always have to ask the nice little old ladies up front, where is this? And then you know they'll They're so sweet, and they'll go and show you where it is, and you go up the hallway, and then you still don't know where you're going, so you have to ask another little old lady.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're supposed to escort you. If someone asks a question or asks where to get somewhere, we're never supposed to point. We're supposed to escort them there. All the way? Yeah, or find someone that can.
0: Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever been escorted all the way to, like when my dad was in the hospital. They they would show me where to go.
1: Every hospital I've worked at has actually had that policy of we don't point, we just walk <laughs> them there.
0: We don't point. We just we just put our finger on our nose and yeah. <laughs> you talked about it on the Ha-ha. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's another graphic uh, about uh, ice on power lines. If you get a quarter inch, they say there's some. You can get some isolated power outages. Uh, if you get a half an inch, it's called it's widespread. Three quarters of an inch, they say major damage, and one inch is considered devastating. Um, Yeah, because if you shoot, if you get like, you know, 500 pounds on a power line and there's no wind, well, and and there is wind, that's just going to, you'd think the wind would blow it off, but no, ice, that rain, as long as it's coming down, it's going to stick on that thing.
1: We've been really lucky the last couple of years. Like, we haven't had a bad. Last few years, really. Right. Like, we haven't had a bad ice storm or even any significant event in years. And, you know, I feel like...
2: Well, we haven't had winter in years, so... I That's true. Like we have
1: for that to show itself and go out with a bang.
0: Well, and I, you know, you have to look at this storm, too. I think Corey will agree with me. This is a weird storm. This is not just your, you know, cold front and wind and stuff. This is that, that potent system we were talking about last week... That was offshore, it went down and went into Mexico, (laughs) just compact little what we call a cutoff low. It is now in northern Mexico, spinning around southern Texas. Uh, I forgot, it was like Austin or something like that. And it's it's going to head north, and that's the weird part. It's down there gathering up all this moisture, (laughs) then it's going to move north. And then mix with the cold air that's already here, and that's why we're getting this this ice event, because it's overriding the cold air, and it doesn't have chance to really change into snow. Now, in Kansas, they're expecting six four to six inches of snow, because that's on the backside of this thing. Um, they got nine inches of snow in the
2: panhandle of Texas out of this thing.
0: No way. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's the last I had heard. Nine inches. Is it still coming down, or is that? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Wow, and I, I, I see it all the way to Mexico. Winter storm warnings all the way up.
1: Are they not supposed to get winter in Mexico.
0: <laughs> they might. <laughs> I don't. Know, south Southwest Texas. Uh, well, you know, I got friends from Roswell, New Mexico, and they said it's really winter down there. So I'm sure they get winter in their higher elevations. But it's not as crazy as normal. I see, okay, I'm looking at the national map. I see a flash flood watch. I see a winter weather advisory. I see an ice storm warning, two ice storm warnings. I see a tornado watch.
1: <laughs> I know. Corey would much rather be dealing with that right now.
0: I Well, both of us would. I mean, man. And my schedule next year is really going to be conducive to uh, focusing more on Severe weather, and I think I mean we we should have thought about this earlier, Corey. We already had that couple three inches of snow that came through, and now we're, we've got this. I think I think we're going to have a very active winter, and hopefully a very active spring. Wouldn't that be fun? I think we're done with winter. I would love to be done with winter. I'm done with winter. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm done with winter. We're full ten <laughs> days in. I'm good. Oh I'm my gosh! I'm, yeah, you know after the first. After January, you know it's practically March. You know.
0: Oh, we are March well will be here before you know it. Right, we are well on our way to meteorological spring. Two months. It's only two months away. Yeah. Was it uh, February has twenty eight days in twenty twenty one. So twenty eight and thirty one are fifty nine. Fifty nine days. So starting tomorrow, fifty nine days till meteorological. Wow. Oh, there we go. I lost my little my little thing. Uh, yeah, we talked about you know, that storm coming up. Uh, But we're, you know, we're going to get a warm up after this thing pulls out. uh, We're going to get some tranquil weather. We've been having uh, some people uh, message us for travel forecast, which we love. So if you're trying, planning on traveling, you know, hit our website and there's a form there. It says, you know, requested travel forecast uh, or just messages. I mean, we, we love it. And look, you know, we'll tell you where the hazards you're going to run into if you're going to do that. So we're going to get back up into the 50s by Sunday, and then what is it by Wednesday? Maybe close to 60 again or something. I, I hope know. so. I was hoping for
2: 60, but we may not. That's still pretty warm, though. It was for for January? January.
0: Yeah, we yeah. should be okay. So I'm looking 60's now. 60s, great. Monday, 56. Tuesday, 56. Wednesday, 55. Thursday, 50, all partly to mostly sunny. So I think this is Mother Nature's, you know, saying, here, let me give you a dose of winter, and then when the new year comes in, we'll just warm up, and we can go play disc golf, and Sarah can drive on dry pavement to go to go up there. Yeah. So uh, what? what's a school doing? I mean, are schools... The schools are out still. Till, the, like, the January. 5th?
1: Depends. Fifth. Most people are out till at least the fourth
0: or fifth. Some are oh seventh or eighth. Well, they usually I'm glad get I that first week
1: of January off.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm I'm supposed next week I'm supposed to get my kind of grandson visiting. Like, we can't figure out a time where he can come up and then we can hang out. So maybe next week when the weather is tranquil, we'll we'll be doing that. So So what's okay, you're working, Corey's playing video games. I mean I got a show.
1: <laughs> we might celebrate tomorrow night.
2: What time does your show start? 10? 9. Is it late? Yeah, um, nine, 9 o'clock. Yeah, we got go to be there. You midnight, and you're, you're out the door at 12.01, right?
0: I am out the door before 12.01. Yeah. And the good thing this year is our show, uh, we don't have to tear down, because we're going to do a show tomorrow and do a show Saturday. I think it's just to end the week or something. Oh, I didn't
2: know you had more shows.
0: Oh, yeah. Is that we, odd? Is that because, well... Mm-hmm. I, I never knew they went past the first.
2: Well, that new? I think because it fell on a yeah, weekend. Yeah, so it I, mean, out that's, the weekend. I thought I think, maybe because Civil War City is actually open for New Year's this year, and the day after, I thought maybe everybody else is doing that because Civil War City is. Who knows? Oh, gosh. I've well, had well,
1: a lot of friends posting that they're in Brainson this weekend.
2: Yeah, me too. I bet we have the same friends. I bet we have the same friends I don't know. posting. That.
0: <laughs> well, all I know is there's a lot of people from Texas up here. I, I went last night, I was driving to work and I must have seen six or eight different cars from Texas, Texas license plates that of course have absolutely no idea where they're going because when you come to Branson, you really don't know where you're going. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have a lot of uh, Oklahoma visitors at our hospital currently, like several, because there's no hospital beds in Oklahoma. So oh. people that are injured and things in car accidents and stuff are having to come. All the way to Springfield.
0: Wow! And then who knows what's? I don't know. I'm just going to stay home. I don't have to work at all in January, except those first two days, except work from home. So that's what I'm going to do. By golly! Um, Well, you got anything else on this first segment before we get to the weather Um, school?
2: No, I think we've got everything. (laughs) We don't have a lot (laughs) first segment. Some people are going to get snow and ice, and some people aren't, and we're probably not. But, uh, I hope not. yeah. We're looking forward to the warm up.
0: Well I figured since it, we are in uh, winter, uh, I'd pull out the weather school about all about blizzards. Uh, so that'll be entertaining uh, so, so what what is the criteria for a blizzard and you, you just don't definitely don't want to be stuck in one. so let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know stormed our weather school. A snowstorm? A blizzard? What's the difference? Oh man, these roads really are slick.
1: I can't see the bumper of the car in front of us. I told you we shouldn't come today. We should have
2: checked Stormdar weather.
0: In the United States, the National Weather Service defines a blizzard as a severe snowstorm characterized by strong winds causing blowing snow that results in low visibilities. The difference between a blizzard and a snowstorm is the strength of the wind, not the amount of snow. To be a blizzard, a snowstorm must have sustained winds or frequent gusts that are greater or equal to 35 miles per hour with blowing or drifting snow which reduces visibility to a quarter mile or less and must last for a prolonged period of time typically three hours or more. A severe blizzard has winds over 45 miles per hour near zero visibility and temperatures of 10 degrees Fahrenheit or lower. In Antarctica Blizzards are associated with winds spilling over the edge of the ice plateau at an average velocity of 99 miles per hour. A ground blizzard refers to a weather condition where loose snow or ice on the ground is lifted and blown by strong winds. The primary difference between a ground blizzard as opposed to a regular blizzard is that in a ground blizzard... No precipitation is produced at the time, but rather all the precipitation is already present in the form of snow or ice at the surface. In the United States, storm systems powerful enough to cause blizzards usually form when the jet stream dips far to the south, allowing cold, dry polar air from the north to clash with warm, humid air moving up from the south. When cold, moist air from the Pacific Ocean moves eastward to the Rocky Mountains and the Great Plains, and warmer, moist air moves north from the Gulf of Mexico, all that is needed is a movement of cold polar air moving south to form potential blizzard conditions that may extend from the Texas Panhandle to the Great Lakes in the Midwest. A blizzard may also be formed when a cold front and a warm front mix together and a blizzard forms at the borderline. Another storm system occurs when a cold core low over the Hudson Bay area in Canada is displaced southward over southeastern Canada, the Great Lakes, and New England. When the rapidly moving cold front collides with warmer air coming north from the Gulf of Mexico, strong surface winds, significant cold air advection and extensive wintry precipitation occur. So, where did the term blizzard come from? Well, in the 1870s, an Iowa newspaper used the word blizzard to describe a snowstorm. Previously, the term blizzard referred to a cannon shot or a volley of musket fire. By the 1880s, The use of the word blizzard was used by many across the United States and in England. The upper Midwest and Great Plains of the United States tends to be the region that experiences blizzards most often. With few trees or other obstructions to reduce wind and blowing snow, this part of the country is particularly vulnerable to blizzards. However, blizzards can occur in any location that has a climate that experiences snowfall. Northern Arizona can experience blizzard conditions when a strong low-pressure system moves across southern Arizona and high-pressure builds strongly into the Great Basin. However, these conditions are rarely met due to the infrequency of strong low-pressure systems moving through the state. Blizzards can create life-threatening conditions. Traveling by automobile can become difficult or even impossible due to whiteout conditions and drifting snow. Whiteout conditions occur most often with major storms that produce a drier, more powdery snow. In this situation, it doesn't even need to be snowing to produce whiteout conditions, as the snow, which is already on the ground, is blown around, reducing the visibility to near zero at times. The strong winds and cold temperatures accompanying blizzards can combine to create another danger. The wind chill factor is the amount of cooling one feels due to the combination of wind and temperature. During blizzards, with the combination of cold temperatures and strong winds, very low wind chill values can occur. It is not uncommon in the Midwest to have wind chills below negative 60 degrees Fahrenheit during blizzard conditions. Exposure to such low wind chill values can result in frostbite or hypothermia. Blizzards can also cause a variety of other problems. Power outages can occur due to strong winds and heavy snow. Pipes can freeze and regular fuel sources may be cut off. An example of a blizzard that created a significant economic impact on a large area was the Great Blizzard of 1996. On January 6th through January 8, 1996, the Northeast was struck by a major blizzard that buried the region under one of the greatest snowfalls of the 20th century. Heavy snow and strong winds caused near zero visibilities for a prolonged period of time. The metropolitan areas of Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York, and Boston were virtually paralyzed as snowfalls of 19 to 31 inches created 5 to 8-foot snowdrifts. In the mountains of western Virginia and West Virginia, nearly 4 feet of snow was common. The storm caused more than $500 million in damage, killed 60 people and left the region paralyzed in a full five days after it ended. Two of the most notable blizzards are the Great Blizzard of 1888. More than 400 people in the Northeast died during the Great Blizzard, the worst death toll in the United States history for a winter storm. On March 11th and March 12th in 1888, This devastating nor'easter dumped 40 to 50 inches of snow in Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York. Huge snowdrifts buried houses and trains, and 200 ships sank in the waves whipped up by fierce winds. Another was the Great Blizzard of 1899. From Georgia to Maine, a punishing storm shut down the eastern seaboard beginning February 11th. The wintry weather brought record low temperatures, some of which still stand today, as well as record snowfall. The snow showers started in Florida and moved north, dropping 20 inches in Washington, D.C. in a single day, and a record 34 inches in New Jersey. A blizzard can shut down a city. Transportation can be impossible. People can be stuck in their homes for days. Electrical wires often go down because of the heavy wind and snow. This leaves people with no electricity. If you are caught outside in a blizzard, you risk frostbite and hypothermia. A blizzard can cause lots of property damage, such as roof cave-ins and windows breaking. Trees can fall on houses and cars. Blizzards can be the cause of a lot of car accidents. Cars can be stranded on highways for days. So, if your region ever gets under a blizzard warning, then you must take precautionary measures to protect yourself. A blizzard is another of Mother Nature's most powerful displays. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com, And in the subject line, put weather question, Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. And there's your chilly, chilly, chilly blizzard weather school. And uh, during the weather school, we were just talking about, uh, we got a, a couple of interesting in other news tidbits. And fortunately, Corey's is different than mine. So what I found today, Thursday, December 31st, is the 10-year anniversary of the EF3 tornado that touched down one mile southwest of Fort Leonard Wood Airport. And I actually kind of remember that, oddly enough. It was a severe weather night, I remember for sure. We
2: were probably busy, or I was posting or something. And uh, You had to be, because 10 years ago I, I was you doing... You were probably in a show. Yeah. <laughs> but if I remember correctly... The storms actually began on December 30th late at night, and then the 31st storms were early morning. It wasn't that
0: night. Exactly. It said the supercells developed ahead of a dry line over northern Arkansas, moving northeast into Missouri. These storms produced tornadoes near Indian Point in Stone County, near us. Uh, I remember that. It did a bunch of damage to some docks. Yes, that's right.
2: This was not a warned storm. They went later and found where a tornado had touched down. There was no warning for that storm. I do remember
0: that. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Oh, my gosh. It said these tornadoes ranged in intensity from EF0 to EF3 with four EF0 intensity. Three were EF1 and two were EF3. And uh, you can go on the U.S. National Weather Service, Springfield, Missouri Facebook page, and, you know, I might put that link in the description, too. Yeah, they've got that on there. It shows all about the tornadoes and all about that. But they said the damage path was approximately, this is the one near Fort Leonard Wood, uh, damage path was about seven and a half miles. Uh, the tornado damaged and destroyed numerous homes and dozens of buildings, including the water plant. Ooh. So that, that huh. but this is December 31st. So, yes, severe weather yeah. and tornadoes can occur any time of year. Wow. Sure. Yeah. So, what you got? Uh, not a whole
2: lot. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was a uh weather station. It's a, actually a an official weather station that measured uh negative fifty degrees in Colorado. Ooh.
1: Like on the top of a mountain.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's it's a Antero Reservoir, which is I'm assuming. A lake of some sort. Okay. Uh it's the fourth coldest temperature at this station since nineteen sixty one. It didn't break the record uh for that for the state though, which is uh minus sixty one. Oh.
1: See, I thought they only got temps like that in Alaska. Yeah, and well Antarctica.
2: It was the fourth coldest in Colorado. Uh
0: yeah. It yesterday. had to be up there. I mean that can't it be. had to be. Yeah, because Breckenridge is, what, 9,000, I think. or no, Well, Breckenridge everywhere's are, high. Yeah, Denver's like a mile, oh, right but, out <laughs> but reservoir. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That's that's cold.
2: I mean, that's that's Alaska temps right there, right? Oh, yeah. Utqiagvik
0: temperatures. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but they're probably warming up. They've got a little sunlight now. <laughs> well, let's see if I have anything. Minutes else. of sunlight up there.
2: <laughs> right. I thought I had something else. Oh yeah. Have you ever heard of well you probably have. I'll just say this in St. Louis this week. They recorded some snow, some snow flurries and some a little bit of moderate snow. Uh and it was due to not lake effect snow, but river effect snow from the Mississippi River. Ah. You don't hear much about river effect snow because you know river is not that wide. I mean, the Mississippi River is wide, but not as wide as a lake. So yeah, it's true. It's got a really you know, but you had that cold air going over the warm water, and it's a phenomenon, and they call it river effect snow. So I thought that was kind of cool. Mississippi River effect snow. River effect it snow. It doesn't even have to be a lake to get lake river. Any type of waterway affects snow. I, I've never heard of creek affects snow, but...
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, they posted a, a radar image of the river affects snow out of out of uh, the St. Louis Weather Service office this week. So I thought that was kind of neat.
0: You know, and to going on that vein, I don't know if I... I think I may have told you this. Um, I I forget when it was. It was a few several mornings ago. Um, I, I started seeing these... I mean, it's clear sky outside, and these posts were like, we got snow flurries in in Marshfield. And someone else said, "It's we got snow flurries in, in Rogersville, and we got snow flurries. And I was like, well, that's weird. So I looked at the radar, and sure enough, east of Springfield, there was some snow flurries, you know, light snow being picked up on radar headed to the southeast. And I thought, well, that's weird. But oddly... The same time that was going on, I think Mike Griffin, our meteorologist friend, was flying to Dallas. So this must have been like the 24th or something, or 23rd for Christmas. So I told him about it, and he went and analyzed it. And his thought is, it could be Lake Effect off of Stockton. Because he said, Stockton's about 50 degrees right now, and that was a northwest wind, and the trajectory would go right down to just east the yeah. Springfield. And he said winter, forecasting winter weather and the lake effect thing, because he's in Cleveland now, so he's got lots of lake effect. He said that is so fun and challenging for him. So I thought that kind of makes sense if you look at the trajectory. So could have been some Stockton Lake well, effect I've snow. I've seen
2: lake effect snow off of Stockton Lake before in the past few years. So it happens, definitely happens. Uh, it can happen on any of the there's, – there's lots of little lakes around – the Ozarks, that that can happen on. But I've definitely seen Stockton, and I've seen a little bit off of Table Rock before.
0: I I remember that, yeah. And he was asking me if we had any, you know, like Table Rock effect flurries. And I said, I haven't noticed them around here. But yeah, it it was right after that. I mean, once you get that lake effect snow, creek, uh, river effect snow, whatever, around here, you have to have a really cold Arctic air mass moving down. And then the, the, the temperature of the water has to be warm enough that when that, that really cold Arctic air flows over the water, it picks up and starts condensing up there. So that's, that's lake effect snow. Actually, that's, that's the weather school I should have played. I'll play that next <laughs> yeah. time. I have a lake effect snow in there. Cool. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Got, any, got anything well, else? I got nothing... Nothing else? Well... Nothing else. I think it's time for our favorite segment, which is... Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It is Shara's Fun Facts. It's time for that. And uh, she told me during the weather school that she's got a bunch. So
1: I looked up as much stuff as I could on New Year's Eve and celebrating... New Year's Eve. Oh, cool! Okay. Figured since it is New Year's Eve, let's see how all this celebrating came to be. Sure.
2: Does that do with weather?
1: Nothing to do with weather. Oh, okay. We're but it's taking just a fun break time. from weather. <laughs> okay. The first Times Square New Year's party was thrown for a newspaper. The annual tradition of gathering in Times Square for New York started as a party to celebrate the opening of the New York Times building in 1904. Oh. Over 200,000 people attended just for the opening of a new building.
0: Wow. W- when was this?
1: 1904.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. 160. 116- people been
1: gathering for years. Wow.
0: Wow. But probably not this over
1: year. Over a century. <laughs> the famous ball. Waterford comes up with a new ball pattern every year. The sphere is made up of 2,688 crystal triangles and has over 32,000 lights. Wow. It also displays over 16 million patterns.
2: Pretty cool. Oh my god! It could gosh. do more things now than it could do when I was a kid.
1: Oh yeah, definitely
0: strobe, strobe effect, and all kinds of weird. You know. Yeah, when I was a kid, it came on, yeah. <laughs> and then went it off.
1: Turned on, turned off. <laughs> I mean, it's Waterford crystals, like yeah. I needed to have looked up how much it costs. I oh. didn't do that. Google that. Yeah. Looked okay. How much
0: so it so Corey will figure that one out.
1: So, also in Times Square, when the ball is dropped, 2,000 pounds of confetti are also dropped. Confetti may not be a new concept, but in 2015, wishfetti became a part of the tradition. So, people write their wishes for the new year, submit them to the wish wall in Times Square or online. You can do this online as well. And those wishes are turned into the confetti that falls over the crowd at midnight.
0: Wow, that's cool.
2: 2, all all it says it's well over $1 million for the ball itself.
1: And who pays for that? City of New York?
2: I don't know. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Americans drink around 360 million glasses of sparkling wine on New Year's. So, safety tip, corks can fly out of the bottle at a speed of 25 miles per hour. Oh, my gosh. So, it's best to open the bottle at a 45-degree angle away from yourself and others.
0: I've watched way too many YouTube videos. (laughs) Where
1: where they
0: all just, yeah, it's not good. So, yes, safety first.
1: Safety first. (laughs) All right. Now, if you really, really, really like New Year's. And you'll want to do it twice. You could celebrate here tonight. And then you can hop on a plane and fly to the American Samoa, which is the last place to ring in the new year. It's like literally almost 24 hours later. It's like almost two days later that oh, they actually. Oh, wow. Really? So, I mean, it. you have time to get on a plane and get there and not miss it.
0: Okay, that's bizarre.
1: If you wanted to, you could probably celebrate three times. You could go. <laughs> you could go over where it begins. New Zealand. Fly. It, to the, it would take too long to fly, fly to day. America. Celebrate here, and long. then fly to the American Samoa. But <laughs> oh. it's actually it's actually the American Samoa is actually the second to last place to celebrate the New Year because uh, Baker and Howland Island <laughs> are the last, but they're both in, uninhabited. Oh. So. Some tourists do take advantage of the time difference by flying because of that time difference there. They do fly to Samoa and celebrate twice. There are people that do it.
0: Wow. we we Yeah. I mean, cause you could technically, I guess you could technically ring in the new year in New York and then immediately hop on a plane and go to California. Or how long does it take to get to California? Or could you?
1: uh you could be be kind of close you'd have to have a plane leaving just the right time and only takes a couple hours to get from because i have no idea
0: i don't fly much so i'm not sure how long it takes to get from new york to i
1: think you'd be cutting it close but i think you could get there
0: well you could just celebrate on the plane there you go. And it's
1: really pretty in American <laughs> Samoa, you know, beaches and sand. and. Oh, yeah. Anyway, all right. So we okay. all know the tradition of eating, what, black-eyed peas and what's the other? I've heard cabbage. that. Cabbage? Is it cabbage or? I think so. Okay, well, you won't find me eating it's sauerkraut, isn't it? No. I don't know. You won't find me eating black-eyed peas. Wow. I don't eat black-eyed peas. Someone can have my helping. Oh wow! (laughs) Okay, hear what's wrong
2: with this world. There's
1: actually (laughs) several. There's actually several foods that are considered lucky, depending on where you live, where you're from. There's different things you can eat that are lucky and supposed to bring forth. Anyway, but and because 2020 has been so horrible, do not eat these foods. There are bad luck foods. Okay. Stay away from lobster and chicken. I mean, those are common foods. So. I was
2: thinking about chicken tacos.
1: No, we can't eat chicken. How about lobster, lobster and bisque? chicken yeah. are both considered bad luck foods. According to Superstition, because of a lobster's ability to move backward and a chicken's ability to scratch itself backwards, if you eat either on New Year's, you won't be able to move forward. Okay. So, so
0: if I eat that rabbit...
1: Rabbits hop forward.
0: Yeah. So that would or, be good.
1: Or bacon. Just stick with I like
0: bacon. Oh, bacon. I, I should have got bacon. Crap. I'll go see if I have any up there in the No in lobster, the no
1: chicken. Like, that should have been breaking news. But I can just
0: pop some chicken in the air fryer. It's really easy. But, you, but you're talking about New Year's Day, wanna- right? I guess. Uh, you're not saying, you're not saying the guess whole year. I typically
1: you're supposed to... No, no, no. Not the whole year. Oh, okay, okay. Just to ring in the new year.
0: Gotcha. Okay. You don't want
1: to move backward. You'll want to move forward. Okay,
0: that makes sense. You don't want
1: to get stuck in 2020. Oh,
0: gosh, no. No, 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 no. Bad. 2020 bad.
1: 2020 bad. Let's not do it again. No. All right. <laughs> the reason January is called January is actually a little bit deep.
0: Uh-oh, okay.
1: It's been widely reported that the month was named for the Roman god Janus, but it's actually rooted in the Latin word... I'm totally going to butcher this. <laughs> I in, I knew a, I'm trying to think of January. <laughs> um, yeah, you
0: are butchering <laughs>
1: it. That's what it is. I bet it's Aionua. I Aionua. I which anua. means door. The name was chosen to symbolize the opening of a new door that happens when the new year begins.
2: But does the other
0: door close when the new door opens? I don't
1: know.
0: Ooh, like the windows, yeah. All
1: right, and my last and final tip.
0: I'm having fun, okay.
1: Because I'm a nurse, and I wish everyone to be safe, and our hospitals are already full, we do not have room for you, Uh AAA offers free rides home as do many other cab companies I know, will offer free rides, so don't worry about the surge pricing if you've had too much to drink on New Year's. AAA in most states offers free rides home to people who've had one too many flutes of champagne.
0: Good. Do
1: not drink and drive at all. Period. Don't do it. Stay put.
0: Too many people think They can drive just fine after a bottle of champagne.
1: Buzzed is drunk. Right. It will affect your ability to drive.
0: Stick with heroin and cocaine. Don't (laughs) drive. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't do any of that. Don't listen
1: to him. No,
0: don't do any of that. Sober is cool. And so I definitely will be. I I work for Mormons, and I'm working. I do not drink when I when I when well, I perform. Well, I'll be
1: at the hospital, and I'm pretty sure they frown upon us having alcohol while saving lives. But you know.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, but you can get like sparkling grape juice, or you know. I
1: actually sent Corey to the store while I was sleeping today, and had him buy some bottles of sparkling grape juice. Yeah the little champagne bottles or whatever, and some champagne glasses. That's cool. So that we can toast in the new year at my work tonight.
0: There you go. I'll be alone because I think my mother will, she'll probably get sleepy. I don't know. A lot of times she'll she'll text me and say, well, I'm going to bed. It's like 1130. She's done. But she's been up a little past midnight, past couple nights. So maybe she'll stay up and watch.
1: Well, if you're ready to keep on partying after midnight, (laughs) after your show, you can come on over and play video games with,
2: I don't know. I might not make it till midnight. I didn't last night. Well, (laughs) yeah.
1: He's always texting me, telling me how he misses me and he wants to talk, but I'm busy and I can't talk at work. But then I finally had some (laughs) downtime at like one o'clock and texted him and he was asleep. I wasn't
2: asleep. I always answer you because your texts wake me up every night.
1: Well, you answered a little late, and I was like, Are you awake? And your answer was, No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that one. It's
1: like, Exactly. Okay, then I guess I will go back to work.
0: Go back to work. Yeah. That's the only bad thing about working nights, though, because you sleep in the day. You have to sleep
1: in the daytime. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's only three nights a week.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, I I tell you, I'm getting old, so it's like I my my party days. I put that in air quotes, which <laughs> have been few and far between. I'm gonna be ready for bed when I get home. I'm gonna have me some lasagna, go to bed. I gotta remember to go up the stairs and look for some bacon. So
1: that was good. I grew New Year's comebacks, playing uh, board games my whole life. We um, had some. Cousins over, that was actually my mom's cousin, and they had kids our age, my sister and I's age, and we played board games and ate junk food till midnight, and then we would shoot off fireworks. Oh, my dad's yeah. favorite firework is those Saturn missiles, the super loud... You know, ear-piercing, whistling things. Oh, I hate and those. <laughs> every year for 4th of July. See, they live out in the country, so there's no... Ah. They can legally shoot off fireworks Okay. year-round. Um, but my dad always saves a 100-shot Saturn missile from 4th of July every year so he could shoot off.
0: Dear Lord.
1: The neighbors love us.
0: I, I Well, I, yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> There's new neighbors moving all around my my mom now.
1: Of course, we won't be with our family this year, so
0: no Saturn
1: missiles for us. You'll have to give the kids like pots and pans or something to go outside and bang. I'm good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a whole bunch of balloon drop going out at the Hughes Brothers Theater. So if you're not doing anything tonight, come to the Hughes Brothers Theater, (laughs) the road should be cool. Should be. My
1: mother-in-law bought me a what is that thing called?
0: An alarm, a siren.
1: It's a siren. It's like a oh. uh, Self-defense siren, okay. That attaches to my backpack. Oh, okay. So I can set that off at midnight. Yeah, it's loud. It's very loud. I can. I'd have to go outside, but there's just a. It's like a. It's like a grenade. You pull the pin. <laughs> you pull the pin, and oh, it's oh my sino. gosh.
0: Nah, go and do it in the COVID ward. That'll 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 fix everybody.
1: <laughs> Get their heart rates all up. Yeah, and Yeah,
0: <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> I don't know what we did. I mean, we didn't do much. I mean, New Year's was just... We'd watch the ball drop, but that was 11 o'clock.
1: Right. You it know. was for us, too.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, okay, it's all done now until I got old enough to realize, like, wait a minute. That's yeah, it's 11 o'clock. Isn't it midnight? You know? And then and Karen would always be watching, uh, you know, Anderson Cooper or whoever was doing it at the time, on you know, in New York. So that would be fun. So, yeah, we hope everybody can... Be safe tonight. Do not drink and drive. Get a ride home if you imbibe too much. And there you have it. We were lecturing. Okay, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It is the stormed our weather weather word of the week. So we're going to toss it to Sharon. I've lost all of my papers here. So, Sharon, what is this week's stormed our weather weather word of the week?
1: Warm nose. Ooh, that's
0: nice. Yeah. Okay, so warm nose. What is a warm nose? I didn't know
1: that was a weather term.
0: Yeah, it actually is.
1: (laughs) A warm nose is a wedge of above-freezing air that settles above sub-freezing temperatures at the surface. This air corrupts any snow that falls through it, changing it to rain. Oh, the poor snow gets corrupted.
0: Yeah. Well, that's kind
1: of what's going on here. I mean, that's where you get
0: the freezing rain. And that's where you get the ice because you got all that happy little snow. And then you get this warm nose going pow at at the lower levels. And it changes all of that that snow over to liquid, falls back through the cold air, sub-freezing damage. And you got ice like what's happening. So I thought that was appropriate to what's going on today.
1: And' rather just have a warm nose.
0: Ah. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's where the champagne comes in. Hm. I don't know. Is that true? Everybody says, you know you drink and then your nose gets all warm and whatever. Is, can alcohol do that?
1: Well, alcohol does make you warm and flushed. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, so people that, always say, that's real. Get the, the nose is all tingly or whatever I don't know. so Well, Corey, notice anything different? On the, About what? On the,
1: I've, I've completely lost sound. I can't hear Randy at all.
0: Uh-oh. I can. Oh, you can well. talk to me. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm talking to you. Now, I'm not
1: ignoring you. I'm trying desperately to read your lips.
0: <laughs> oh, he's talking to me. He's talking to me, not you. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm just going to recap if anything has changed in the past hour on the uh, weather.
2: Uh, they put out a graphic the Springfield National Weather Service did and circled... The area of highway 60 around springfield and they they label that as area of uncertainty well hmm. goody <laughs> so
1: i get to take that road
2: well they just don't know i mean they're expecting some accumulations north of there for sure they don't know about the 60 corridor itself they're expecting a little bit Who kn- who knows what will happen Still zero down here for Branson, though.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, even the her, all these little short-term models, I mean, they they show just maybe an hour or maybe an hour or two of possibly a mix. But the surface, it's 37 degrees. When we started this podcast over an hour ago, it was 37 degrees. It had risen way up there. So we're way above. I don't know what we are now. I I should check ambient. Um, I'm checking our... Still pretty warm. Okay. 37.8. That's what I got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's almost 38 degrees out there. I lost one side of my, I don't know what happened. My headphones. Oh, there we go. Yeah. 2020. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, we will drop a little bit more once that rain moves in because we see it on radar now. And uh, we'll do that thing because Sherrod can't hear me. Um that thing, I don't think. <laughs> no, she's looking I at it.
1: You have anything but. bad to say about me now? It's time. No. <laughs> nope.
0: no. It's called evaporative cooling. And uh, one, and we've explained that last time. Uh, once rain moves into an area, once all that uh, precipitation, pre slopitation starts evaporating, it takes heat energy to evaporate that. Therefore, the temperature will lower in that broad spectrum. So that's what we call evaporative cooling. And so we know that's going to happen. But as long as that temperature stays above 33 or whatever, I don't care what it does. We are not going to get freezing rain if the temperature is yeah. above 32. I'm good with that. So, yeah. So Sherry gets to drive. I get to drive tonight. But I'm going to take – I think I'm going to take 76. I just want to be safe. So – Anyway, yep. ask Cher if she's got anything else to add. Do you have anything else to add?
1: I think I'm good.
2: You're, you're yeah, good? we're good. Do you, you don't have anything else to add, then Corey? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the grocery store see what I can find. I'm gonna brave the crowds. It was pretty
0: crowded earlier. I think. I people, bet it's
1: even worse now.
0: People think it's gonna snow here. Is the problem? People they are getting off work now. Not. I know. We need to get more people looking at our site because. We've had a lot more likes, a lot more people going. Oh, thank you for you know focusing on Branson. That's our idea. That was my whole concept. Is yeah, weather around, but Branson. We have all these visitors. We have these people here. Branson. It's not going to snow in Branson. And I need to make a, even another uh, update. You know, I think I need to post that graphic. I don't think I posted that that new graphic you were talking about. So I'll get off here. We'll do this. We hope have a wonderful new year uh everybody be safe out there don't be stupid <laughs> let's leave 2020 in the trash can and uh, welcome 2021 so all right let's let's wrap this thing up then so be sure to look for us on facebook at storm door weather like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next year for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.